welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. guys and welcome to this episode <laughs> I'm like where am I this episode of the Karen Kenny show this is like the first time I'm recording one of these suckers in the morning so I'm feeling a little funky fresh <laughs> so I'm getting ready to go do some things and before I did I was like oh I have to tell this story because I thought it was so funny uh, it just came up in my memories on Facebook. And I was like, holy moly. So you guys, so much of the work that I do is a spiritual mentor, right? Like the actual name of my program is your story to your glory. And it's all about rewriting our stories. And here's the thing. When I talk about rewriting your stories, it's not like we pretend like, like the bad shit never happened, but we can act as if we can learn to take whatever has happened to us in our lives and to rewrite it so that we are now like drawing our strength from it rather than being victimized by it, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, one of the ways that we rewrite the story is first of all, we have to be, first of all, you got to tell your story. If you don't tell your story and move it out of your body, if you don't let somebody else bear witness to your truth of what happened, you know, and this being human, you know, a ton of shit's going to happen in a lifetime. So first we have to acknowledge and, um, you know, have reverence for and, and respect like the, your story, your journey, what's, what's happened along the way. But then if we actually want to have healing, if we want to have happiness, if we want to have peace, right, we have to have a willingness to start to let go of the story, meaning we have to have a willingness to kind of start to let go of the, the, the meaning that we've assigned to it, meaning uh, a, a meaning of like being victimized or that it was all bad and like all this stuff. And look, I know terrible, awful shit happens in the world. Hello, murdered mother. Like I get it. Um, but if we don't have a willingness to kind of let go of the story, and by that I mean let go of all the meaning and the suffering and the trauma and the drama that we've attached to that, uh, then we're never going to have healing, right? So we want to tell the story, uh, pay homage to it, like, you know, acknowledge it. And then we want to have a little willingness. So I always say love doesn't happen. And for those of you at home, I'm like clenching my fist. Love doesn't happen in this contracted state of holding on to the past and holding on to our grievances, right? Of course, a miracle says you can have a grievance. You can have a miracle. You cannot have both. And I want everybody to have that peace, that happiness, that flow of miracles in their life. So then we have to have a willingness to kind of let go. So that means open hand. We got to open our hands and like maybe just be willing to, to consider that there might be a different way of thinking about this thing, about whatever has occurred, right? And then the third step is we get to rewrite a new story. We get to rewrite the story with spirit, with the divine, with your spiritual team, which really means with a new perspective 
right? With like a, 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 a perspective of wholeness and holiness, because here's the thing about being human. We have a very limited point of view. We only know what it's like to be us. We only know what it's like to say this happened to me. And it's interesting, like if you have siblings, right? And you guys talk about an experience that happened in your family, right? It'll be like, remember that Thanksgiving when Uncle Jerry got shit face and he started da 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 And then somebody else will say, oh, that wasn't Thanksgiving. That was Easter, right? So there's all these different point of views. We can only speak truthfully from our own perspective and what we think happened. But when we're willing, but but that's a very small perspective, right? We're not omnipotent. We don't have, and I'm, uh, those of you at home, like spreading my arms really wide, like we don't have this big kind of like, point of view that can see everything that's happening all the time. We can't always know what the best is for everybody or who is involved, right? So we have a very limited point of view and we personalize everything. And so when we're willing to let go of the story, automatically some new light can come in, right? And then when we start to look at the story from the point of view of spirit or inviting healing into our mind, we can start to look at this thing differently. We can start to rewrite it and attach new meaning to it. So for example, like, you know, my mother's murder, um, obviously when it first happened and for many, many, many years of my life, it was very painful, a lot of suffering, a lot of, um, you know, trauma, you know, and, um, but now later in life, I can look back and please let me be clear, hear me, hear me when I say this, of course, I would want my mother back. Of course, I would never want her to have suffered, et cetera, et cetera. But I can say now what that event, that, that brutal murder did for me is it ended up becoming an incredible gift in so many ways because I was willing to look at the situation differently and assign new meaning to it and to be able to gather actually a lot of my strength, right? I mean, that, that event propelled my life forward in a way and change the trajectory of my life in, in so many ways. And it informs and inspires and influences like all the work that I do. Um, so we can look back at certain things and we can start to kind of flip the script on what happened and have a new perspective. And you guys, that is the beginning of healing right there when you're willing to look at it differently because that's all that spirit really needs. Course in Miracles says that, you know, spirit, Holy Spirit only needs a tiny bit of willingness from you. And once you start to get a crack in that door, like Leonard Cohen says, I've said this before, you know, uh, there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. And this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring the light to the darkness to shine a new perspective on things so that we can heal. And then eventually we have to go out now that we have a new perspective, a new strength, uh, a new understanding, perhaps, um, and not seeing ourselves as victims and actually, actually seeing how strong we are. And um, when we can glean from terrible situations, the goodness, those golden nuggets, as Joseph Campbell says, you know, basically the, the treasure lies in those dark places, the dark caves that we don't want to enter. But if we're brave enough to do the work, if we're brave enough to go in and do it, and look, nobody can ever do the fucking work for you. Like this is a personal mano e mano. Like, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> but you don't have to do it alone. And that's why there's coaches. That's why there's mentors. That's why there are therapists. You know, it's like, you know, really turning around and facing, um, facing these stories. And, um, and first of all, knowing that you have stories, <laughs> everybody should know you've got some stories you've been telling. And I always say telling stories is a fucking blast. Like I'm a storyteller. Telling stories is a fucking blast until your stories start to tell you. They start to tell you that you're not good enough, right? That you're not smart enough. You're not lovable right? When your stories start to inform you in a negative way about yourself, not telling you the truth about yourself, you know that there's some changes that have to happen. 
And then you have to go out and you've got to start living that sucker. You've got to start living from that new place. What I call the fearless flow, the fearless flow. When you start to recognize that you are moving through the world with the divine at your back, that he has placed his angels, or if you don't like he, say she, I don't care, <laughs> has placed its angels all around you right? For, for he, she, it would not leave you comfortless. So you do not walk through this world alone. I always say you're always being held in the soft palm of the beloved, but sometimes we don't know these things, right? So this is the work that I do in helping people to transform their story to the glory. And I want to tell you a funny story, finally, uh, about something that happened uh, last year that just like cracked me up. So I belong to the New Hampshire Writers Project. Uh, I've been a longtime member. I'm a writer, for those of you who don't know. And so I go to this conference every year uh, called Writers Day. I think they call it the 603 something now, but it was always uh, Writers Day. And so I go to Writers Day and I always go with two of my best friends, Kath and Case. And uh, we're all, the three of us are in this little writing group together. And we always laugh because um, we're all obviously female. We're all blonde. Our names all start with K-A and then I'm Ah, uh, there's S and there's T, right? Karen, Casey, Kathy. <laughs> and so we have this little triumvirate, this little group that we have and we love each other. We have so much fun. So we would go to this event every year. And Kath was on the board and she would plan it. We'd help her. It was like a blast. So I'm there last year. Okay. Now I walk faster than the two of them. I'm kind of like, we, we jokingly say that like in our relationship, those two are like the balloons that float above. Like, what are we doing? Like what's happening? And I'm, cause I'm very like organized and you know, like, you know, so I'm like the one that holds the balloons. So like I'm down there, I hold the balloons. Those two just float up there. Like what? <laughs> and it works. Like it works in our relationship. Right. So anyway, so I walk faster than them, like I'm getting where I need to go. And I sat walking up like this little like uh, slope, like to cross the street to go into the building where the next class is, right? And I'm just walking and all of a sudden I see this woman and like now I'm walking next to her and I don't like to be rude. And I like look over and I see her face and like some part of my brain gets tickled. Like, mm, how do, mm, I think I know her. Like maybe I do. Like, I don't know. She has got like this familiar face and some people just have familiar faces, right? So I look over and I just go, hi. <laughs> she looks at me and I can tell by the look on her face. I don't know if my enthusiasm startled her or she was just like, what? Who's this chick, right? Who's this broad and what does she want? And I was just like, hi how you doing? <laughs> and I start talking to her and I'm asking her about like what classes she's taking. Is she having a good day? I'm telling her how I walk too fast with my friends and we're just like talking and she's a little hesitant. Like I can tell that she's just a little like, you know, like what? what? Like, <laughs> and so I don't feel awkward, but I can tell that there's something going on between us and I just can't figure it out. And I, I just keep asking myself like, how do I know her? Like, how do I know her? <laughs> So, and I'm just being wicked friendly and whatever. And I say, hey, have a great day. We cross the street, we pot ways. And I'm like, oh, that was nice. Like I just made a new friend. Like that was so sweet. She seems really nice, you know, lovely little face and like everything. So I go up and it's lunchtime. I sit with my friends and we're sitting at the table and it's just like eating away at me. You know how it's like, it's just like something's on the tippy of its tongue and you can't quite get it yet, you guys. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, how do I know this woman? And all of a sudden I see her like walking across like the room that we're eating and like the, we call it the cafeteria, right? I see her walking across the thing and I'm just staring at it and I'm trying to find some clue. Like, how do I, like, how do I know this person? And all of a sudden it hits me and I'm like, oh my God, 
never, I can't believe it. And all of a sudden, the story comes flooding back into my mind about who this woman is and how I know her. And it's hysterical because years before this, years before this, I had been in a business relationship, a business situation with that woman and her husband, and it did not end well. If you guys at home could see my face, my eyes are really like, boop, it did not end well. Trust me, my brothers and sisters when I tell you that. And, um, and it was bad, and I was just like, oh my God. And all of a sudden, it starts to make so much sense why she was looking at me like, what is happening right now? Because what happened is, you guys, this is the power of letting go of our stories, okay? This is the power of letting go of our stories. Miracles happen. And of course, in miracles, we talk about like a, a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. When you change your mind, when the decision maker in your mind chooses spirit instead of the ego, it chooses love instead of fear, it chooses oneness instead of separation, right? So what had happened is my spiritual team had gifted me stupidity in that moment, right? They had gifted me like a brain fart. They gifted me that like thing. Like I couldn't make the synapses connection. I couldn't remember that I didn't like her. Okay, let that sink in. I couldn't remember that I didn't like her. And in letting go of the past associations and the stories I had written about her, him, our relationship, the ending, I had a clean slate. And with the clean slate, I could just meet her on that path, walking up the hill going, hi, I made a new friend. Isn't she great? <laughs> and all of a sudden it came flooding back into my head. And then it like everything Everything became so clear as to why she was looking at me with her eyes a little like, what is happening right now? Because I was showing up as if nothing bad had ever happened. Ugh. And you guys, that's the hot beat. When people ask me, what do you do for a living? I say, I work with people. I help people, right? I work with people who have had more than their fair share of wicked hard shit happen to them. And I help them to lead a life like nothing bad has ever happened. And right there, my whole business model like played out in front of me because I showed up in that moment as if nothing bad had ever happened. And what did we have? We had a nice exchange. We had peacefulness. We had calm. We had connection. We shared smiles. And I could see on her face, not only was she surprised, she was pleasantly surprised. And it was just so nice. You know, A Course in Miracles has a beautiful line that says, there is no holier place on earth than where an ancient hatred becomes a present day love where an ancient hatred becomes a present day love. And in that moment, you guys, the, swipe, the, the slate was wiped clean. And I had no desire to hold a grievance or a grudge. Like I had even forgotten. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is the power of doing this spiritual work, you guys. And it's like, look, some of you are gonna say, well, I don't wanna forget what so-and-so did. It's exactly, exactly. You know, it actually takes a lot of energy to hate people and to put them in the little prisons of our minds. And I'll talk about that on another episode. It takes more energy of your precious vital energy to keep a grievance in place. And look, look, you cannot have a grievance and have a miracle. And so the question really is, I'll say to people, you know, you're suffering because, you know, you don't want to forgive. It's not that you can't forgive. 
you have the strength within you to forgive. You just don't want to forgive because you believe on some level that, uh, well, first of all, you think you're, you're getting something like ego wise, you're getting something from not forgiving and whether that's to be right or whatever, again, story for another day, <laughs> a show for another day. Um, but we often just don't want to forgive forgive people. And my friend Gary Renard, who's a, <laughs> who's a writer, uh, often talks about it like this. He says, you know, um, it just takes, it takes so much energy to just like make up all these stories about people, about why they're bad and wrong and they're guilty and they don't deserve your love. It's just easier to forgive the bastards. <laughs> Right. So you guys, it was just so great. So a little storytelling, a little example of the spiritual work when we're willing to let go of our stories, miracles can happen. So I just want to encourage you. You know, I often say to people, if you aren't happy, if you aren't feeling happy and peaceful, take a look at the people and the places uh, in your in, in your life where you are not forgiving. You know, where you are not willing to <clears throat> let that story evolve and heal and change. And it doesn't mean you guys that you think it's okay. Like it's not okay that that guy murdered my mother, right? Um, there, but justice was served. He went to jail. And um, I will never say it was okay what he did. It's not that. Forgiveness is not that. You forgive for yourself. You forgive for your own peace of mind. You forgive to, um, and, and that's really on this level of forgiveness. And, and of course, in miracles, we talk about it in a much bigger and deeper way. But again, like I said, uh, that's a, that's a, a whole other show of its own. So I just want to invite you to take a look at the places in your life where maybe you aren't forgiving yourself, another person, a situation, like even like look at companies, governments, like we can hold really big grudges and grievances for a really long time. But you guys, we want to be able to step into our glory. We want to be able to move into the light that we are, right? You are the light of the world. And when we hold on to grievances and when we put everybody in our little guilty prisons in our mind, we end up actually blocking the light. And this work is about lifting the veil so that you have freedom, so that you have happiness, peace, and joy. So I hope you enjoyed that story, you guys. I think it's so fucking funny. Like every time I think about that, I'm like, I forgot that I didn't like a, like how crazy is that? And then by the time I realized it, I realized, oh, I actually do like her, right? That situation was in the past and it didn't serve anybody to hold on to this old story, this old bullshit story. You know what I mean? So that was pretty great. Like uh, on the spot, boop, the holy instant little miracle happened. It was beautiful. I love it. And I hope you guys, you know, when you start to take a look at your places that need healing, where you want to start to bring the light to the darkness, don't be afraid, you guys. Let's just kind of drag them out of the basement. You know what I'm saying? Let's drag them out of the basement and let's take a look at these things so that we can go out and be the helpers that the world need. We can show up and be the examples. You know, of Course in Miracles says, teach only love for that is what you are. Teach only love for that is what you are. And to teach is to demonstrate. And in every single moment, you guys, we are demonstrating, right, what we think and what we believe. Uh, our outward experience is actually the internal world being projected out. <clears throat> so um, teach only love for that is what you are. To teach is to demonstrate. And what we're demonstrating is which thought system we have chosen, love or fear, which teacher we have chosen, ego or spirit. And um, you can't choose both. You only choose one. Again, grievance or miracle. So wouldn't you rather have a miracle, you guys? Wouldn't you rather have that experience? And you can. I know. I have firsthand experience, right? I've been doing this stuff for a long time. So I want to invite you into it. <clears throat> And you guys, you know how to you know how to find me. If you just listen to the end of this podcast, right? The outro, it will tell you how to reach me. If you are digging the show, if you think somebody could use this episode, please share it. Please invite them to listen to the podcast. Go on the social media and like hit the buttons and 
whatever, whatever you got to do, but help me to spread the word, help me to spread the love. I appreciate it so much. And I appreciate you. I really see you guys. I'm so grateful for you. Um, <clears throat> the downloads and the subscribers have been great. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Again, it's really helpful uh, to kind of help get the show out there. So I love you guys. I see you. I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. I know that you could be anywhere, <clears throat> excuse me, and you've decided to um, spend some time with me. So thanks. <laughs> I hope you have a great rest of your week and uh, wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the karen kenny show <laughs> i super duper appreciate your time friendship and support and look if something that i shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours i'd love to hear about it so please tag me on facebook or instagram or ig stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.